Hello and welcome back to the Technically F1 podcast. I am Rashad. And I'm Jack. This week we've got an action-packed episode for you. So kick back, maybe grab some light reading material, and enjoy. Hello? You hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? No. Awesome. Thank you, Kitty's Engineer. Alright. Well, it's been a while. There we go. Now I can hear you better. I just have to turn up my volume. Oh, okay, good. It's been a while. It has, but to be fair, not much has happened. It's been the most uneventful winter for F1. Oh, I, I mean, in years, right? It's, it's never been this slow. In fact, I think we should start out with, with what that means for the growth of the sport, or lack of growth. Go ahead. But there, although I do you should mention uh, the Toto Susie Wolf. Oh, we should mention that later. But to start out, I'd like to talk about the fact that there's no new rookies this year. And in fact, they cut a new driver early. I mean, they cut it earlier in the se- season. Um, yeah, DeVries. Yeah. Uh, but for the sport, this means that there's no new talent coming in. So there yes. will be an aging pool of talent. It's a good point. I wonder if this is the first time that the grid has ever been winningless. Like, no new drivers. The interesting thing, I feel like the reason why teams aren't recruiting rookies right now is more because they're worried about the following rookies. Mm -hmm. Like, Uh, we have... Go ahead. I feel like we have actually let me even check out two. Like who won this season? I didn't even follow that team. There I know it was a good battle. Oh, you know who it was Teo Portier. That's who won. He's pretty good. Who? Teo Portier. Oh, okay. He's pretty good. But other than that, F two is pretty blank right. Yeah, no, I'm looking through their drivers right now. Yeah. I mean, they have Fittipaldi, Emerson, Enzo. No, it's Enzo. My Enzo. bad. Yeah, but he's been in... He's been there for a while. Uh, Frederick Vesti. I feel like the issue with a lot of these people is none of them have just sort of like, jumped onto the scene and dominated like the F1 drivers we're in the F1 right now. Yeah, nobody's dominated F2 like Max Verstappen. Well, he didn't actually... Well, yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, he, he was just too dominant for that. Wouldn't no, you're be right. fair. He's so dominant in junior formula that he just didn't have to do F2. Yeah. Kind of legendary. By the I... way, I am building the McLaren Solace GT that I didn't build yet. Ah... Uh... Let's take a look at F3 to see if there's anyone, like... Some rising talents that won by, like, 600 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't actually think that's possible, but... It's not like a few points there are. Wait, MP? What is MP Motorsport? It's a... They have no drivers. No drivers? Yeah, they're all to be announced. Oh. Huh. 
That's got to be a first. Same with Genzer. Interesting, interesting. Did they do like an expansion team kind of thing? How many spots are there in F3 right now? I think there should be 13 teams, three tribes. Two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten. I've counted ten teams. Ten teams? Uh, I believe three per team. Yeah. So that would be three. That's a pretty big grid. Is Christian Mansell related to Nigel Mansell? I believe he's his son. But don't correct me if I'm wrong there. Because I don't actually know the Nigel Mansell family lineage that well. Is Nigel Mansell Australian is the question. No, no, he's British. Nigel Mansell is British. He's from Birmingham. Ah. Uh, Same place as Richard Hammond. Same disgusting little corner of the world. Yeah. I just realized how young these drivers are now. Because, like, yeah, because Christian Mansell, he was born in 2005. Holy crap. That's one year older than me. Two years older. Yeah, that's wild. That is outrageous. That's like a high schooler. Yeah, it is. I mean, F3 drivers have always been young, but that is, that is pretty crazy. I mean, there was like, wasn't there like, wasn't Max like... 17 when he came in now. Yeah. And that's... how old was Vettel? Vettel was also pretty young, but he wasn't 17. Uh, I would give Vettel... Oh, he's 19. 19, yeah. What, wonder what else, what other drivers were young? I think Alonzo was pretty young. Alonzo did set the record before um, four guys. Hmm. Or maybe no, maybe it was Kimmy. I know Kimmy actually had a lot of fun. You see him Kimmy, I mean, he was super young. That's why he lasted for so long. I mean, he's been there since like 2000. Well, not anymore, but. He's certainly hung around the grid for a long time. 2001. Kimmy started racing in 2001. Yeah. So who... What's the top 10 for young years? F1 drivers, I wonder. I wonder. Let's see if somebody's found that. I think this is Google. Hear me out. I think this is definitely Google. Come on, Google, do us proud. There's eight. Top eight? Yeah. Top eight's definitely good enough. We can run the top eight. Esteban tu- Tuero. Oh. I'm age 19. I literally have no idea who Esteban Tuero is. Fernando Alonso, age okay. 19. Ricardo Rodriguez, age 19. Okay. Uh, Mike Thackwell, 19. He raced a long time ago. I don't even know this one. James. Is this supposed to be James or Jamie 
Alguersari. Oh, oh, find me Alguersari. Okay, that that I was not gonna get there. He's Spanish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lando Norris at nineteen. This is number oh, yeah. three. I believe it. Number two, Lance Stroll, eighteen. Didn't know that. Well, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. It does. He's been clogging up the grid for a while, but he's still like we can actually see since when? Since 19... Oh, wait, no, no. He was born in 1998. Uh, so, he entered the 2017 Australian Grand Prix. Yeah, 2017. That sounds right, because he was paired with Felipe Massa. Because Massa stayed on. Watch. But I guess they wanted him over an inexperienced teammate. And then... Number one is obviously Max at 17. Bonkers. That's wild. I mean, that's literally me. Like, imagine if I was driving in one. I, I literally, I couldn't, I couldn't. That's because America is very cut off from international sports. That's true. We're not very good at being international, even though a lot of people from the rest of the world come to America. Like, all of our football clubs are, like, not, I mean, like, soccer, football. Yeah. All of them are, like, kind of, like, well, I mean, they're all pay to play, so you you don't really get talent. You get the people who could pay. Yeah, the people who have money. Very I true. mean, F1's a combination of, like, that, though. Yeah, F1's, like, a mix between pay to play and super pay to play. <laughs> Like, Hamilton was pay-to-play, but, you know, Stroll was, like, super pay-to-play. Yeah, but there's also talent involved. Like, all of them are talented, even if they pay. Oh, yeah, highly talented. Even, like, very talented. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Well, who do you think... Okay, yeah. What recent years is that? Mazepin. Mazepin? Yeah, it goes up there. Matiki was Schumacher. Oh, you're killing me, but it's probably true. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on him. It's it's understandable yeah. that it didn't pan out, you know. I mean, they were trying to have him be the next Michael, you know. There's never going to be another Michael. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I feel like... Maybe Nick did live up to some of the hype. He just wasn't really talented. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of pressure. Like he was older than Michael. Michael, so I feel like that part of it already gone. Yeah, but Mick also had like one of the worst cars. That's he consistently true. outperformed his teammate, who was also not very good. Arguably, the only driver worse in recent years. I would still put Latifi as worse than Nick. Call me crazy. I don't know. Although he did influence a championship. Yeah, go Tifi. He won a championship, just not for himself. Yeah. Very selfless of him. He was very selfless of him. Yeah. That was so funny. That was his last race. Mm. No, it wasn't. He had all the last. Yeah, he lingered. 
Yeah, now he's a business person. Yeah, got his exact MBA at some university in England. Isn't it? Wasn't that London something? I it probably was. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Good for Latifi. Going into the family business of making money. Is wasn't that? I thought it was like grocery stores or something. Coffee and grocery stores. Yeah, you know, making money. There's kind of billionaires. Kinda. Sort of billionaires. But like a little bit, a little bit billionaire. But not, not fully. You know, he was billionaire enough to be an F1 for a while, but not for his whole life. Although he didn't really want it. Uh, London Business School. Oh, that was it, right. Wait, if he's getting an MBA, does that mean he already did his undergrad? Oh, yeah. Hang on a minute. I think the math is mathing there. I don't know how it works in Britain, though. No, but but he's Canadian. He... Yeah. How huh. did he even got this undergrad? Because he came to F1. Ah, uh, no, maybe he was old. How old was he? He is... He was old when he came to F1, but I don't know how old he was. Like, it could be feasible that he went to ASU online. Degree. I mean, then he probably wouldn't go to the. He probably wouldn't get his MBA at that point. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, money. Like, I mean, either way, it doesn't make a difference, does it? Yeah, I guess. Still getting his MBA. He, he's still going to go work at, like, the grocery stores. He's going to be the bag boy. <laughs> oh my god, imagine that. Hey, what did you used to do for a living? I used to be that one guy. He's so crazy seeing Nicholas the PT at a grocery store. That would be, yeah, nuts. I mean, when he inevitably does take over the whole company, he should actually, like, go and do a PR piece at the grocery store. Be pretty good. Our show is really intriguing with it. Oh, it's Sofina Foods. Oh, right. And I think they own Lavazza Coffee as well. Maybe the Italian coffee brand. Yeah. They own a brand called Cuddy. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Every time Phil says that from here on out, you're referring to the brand, right? Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard of most of these, just Lavazza. They're all over Europe. I mean, they're really nice. But they're Canadian, aren't they? Yeah, it's kind of funny. I guess European label is amazing. I've never seen that before. Canada's a funny place. Very. Like, how is it possible that, you know, in one country, they have the Yukon, the Plains, and BC. And it's also funny how all of the people live on the border with America. Yeah, for some reason, none of them, except for like farmers and oil men, live in the middle. Well, I think it's because it's quite cold, isn't it? That's true. Yeah, it's pretty cold over there. Hello, our Canadian listeners. 
glad to hear that you know you're basically American on the border. And yeah, if you push the border like a few America. miles, most of their population becomes American. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what are you saying? You're moving. Are you moving away from the mic? Uh, yes, I am. Can you still hear me? A bit, yeah. Well, let me move a little bit closer, but so you can hear that. Is that any better? Yeah. Okay, great. I was grabbing the sticker sheet for the solid. It appears they've given me two sticker sheets, but they're exactly the same. That's always good. I appreciate that, Lego. It makes my life a little bit easier. Yeah, just in case you mess up. Yeah, I actually do think that. Hmm? Oh, I'm just I'm intensely focusing right now. Oh, just so you don't need the second set. Yeah, the worst part of building like which is why I was so spoiled over this Christmas break when we built a Concord which had no stickers. It was glorious. Everything was printed. It was so amazing. Really? Yeah. I mean I mean that means it's like none of the stuff is reusable, but that's still so nice. Good job, Lego, for making a special set out of special piece. A whole lot of special pieces. A whole lot of special pieces. Yeah. Well, they're printed, you know, special occasion. Yeah. Anyways. Do you need a Lego? I might have to buy one. Nah. Next podcast, did you build a Lego? Maybe. I might have to. No, I might, I might have to. But let's take a look at what Lego sets are out there. I might have to buy some. The speed champions right now are on point. Can they say there's all sorts of stuff? Although I know you're not a big. I'm not fan. a big Koenigsegg person. But they got some good stuff there. Uh, let's see. And Amazon has a couple of years So you can mix and match and get all your stuff. Vehicles. Did I hear that Jonathan got a huge Ferrari? Oh, yeah. He got the SP3, didn't he? Oh, that's so cool. That's such a nice one. It's not, like, insanely expensive. It's not, like, $500 or something like that. I think it's something... Like ungodly expensive, but yeah, that is yeah a lot of money. As you can oh, clearly, that is not much money. Yeah, it's four fifty, I think. The bank account is going to notice that, and I know there's also a, a special booklet that you can buy with it, which is like another fifty dollars. Yeah, and if you see the have you seen the boxes for it? Like the boxes are look like the tail lights. It's so nice. They always do something special with the boxes on those. Like they do something cool with the Porsche boxes. But yeah. But that Porsche. The 911 GT3 was so nice. I again never got that one, but and like what child is going to have the means to purchase that. Mm. 
I think it was like three hundred dollars for that camera. That was at the time a crazy price for lights. Now, now I mean that's almost normal for me, which is really ridiculous. Inflation's a crazy thing. It is quite crazy. Yeah. Like you used to be able to buy a huge Lego set for three hundred dollars. And I mean, it would be like really expensive, but you know, you'd still get a lot for it. Now it's like you can't even do that. Like, but now Lego is kind of like odd. Like the price range is so much. Like there's the SP3 on one end, and on the other end, you can get like a Lotus, like or like a Ferrari five twelve for like twenty bucks. You mean like a speed champion? Is the small ones? Yeah, yeah, the little guys. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. You can you buy just the book for the Daytona? Yeah, you can. Oh, I just seen that. I honestly might do that. Just to, like role play owning a Daytona. Pretend. Of course, yes. As you do. As you do. And all aspiration. Try to open the Yeah. Yeah, when you make grown up money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, it's definitely something you could get, but, like, it's just. Can you justify that as a thing? I can't. Like, we yeah. afford it, but there's no justification for it. Like, okay, yeah. Completely on, on one thing. The Corvette looks like kind of. Uh, I don't like the Corvette. Yeah, I didn't think you were a vet person. Yeah, I just dislike it very much. The Lego one. Oh, is it badly proportioned? No, there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't like the car, and this is really amplifying that. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I don't like the C8. I think the C7 was way cooler. Here we go. It's a 1961 Corvette. Oh, oh, the uh, the Korean one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I don't know, it's not a huge fan of Corvettes in general. Wait, was that a Camaro or was that a Corvette? Um, it's a Corvette. Really? Did you hear Camaros are getting discontinued, by the way? Yeah. There's... That, like, talk about, you know, duty, like removing gas cars from our lives. That is crazy. Yeah, like, all the cars, like, there's a bunch of cars being, like, discontinued. Like, the Hellcat got discontinued last year, didn't it? With the SRT 170. Yeah. That was the last edition. I mean, um, that was that was obviously coming. That car is not efficient at all. Yeah. I mean, it's still sad, but there was no way they were going to keep making that car forever. But they should have. The Camaro's crazy. 
The Mustang, they just released like the last edition of the Mustang. Like that's not gonna Oh, an Audi. Yeah. Audi with the TT and the R8. Yeah, we're on the last edition of the TT and R8, aren't we? I think so, yeah. It's it's crazy. Uh, The R8's the only good Audi. I mean, yeah, I totally agree with you. Their lineup is basically dead at that point. The Chrysler 300, that's the only good Chrysler. With the Mm -hmm. SRT engine. I mean, there's a common stereotype car, which is okay. No, no, you're done. You you don't continue. Well, I mean, everyone knows that it's owned primarily by drug dealers and main residents. Okay. No, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that personally. You've never met a main resident with a Chrysler three hundred. No, no. No, but no, it's also owned by people who couldn't afford the Rolls Royces. That they'll, is true. The they'll put the vertical, like, aftermarket grills on them. Oh, I know, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, the F8 Tributo is done, so. But I feel like for our... The Ferrari, they have another car. They've got the, what, the 296. Yeah. Which is still a V8, isn't it? I don't know. I thought it was like a hybrid or something. Oh, you're right. It might be a mild hybrid V6. So actually, they were not having any more V8s I don't think Ferrari has another huge V12 plan, to be honest. Lambo made... How many more V12s do they have? What? Lamborghini does not have any V12 plans. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't... They, were, they replaced the Aventador. Which is still a V12 at the high point. Yeah. I mean, the Kia Stinger is done for... That was such a cool car. I mean, that was... If only that could have come 10 years earlier, that would be a V12. 720S is done. Yeah. Uh, C-Class. To finish off the 765 series, and then they'll be fully done with, like, gas, V8, etc. I like the 765 LT. Yeah. Mercedes. Right? In the mm-hmm. time that this podcast has been done, we have gone from thinking, oh, like we in our lifetime, we won't see the replacement of all of these gas cars for a little while, right? And mm-hmm. now we are like we are on the horizon of it happening. Yeah. It's- crazy. It's wild. I did not think that this podcast, we would see that happen. I mean, it's just crazy. Oh my god, the most heartbreaking one. The CLS. Mercedes. Oh, I actually like the CLS 550. Yeah, it's a good car. You know what's another cliche? What? What do you think is going to be gone? What do you mean, Koenigsegg is going to be gone? I mean, what are they going to make? They're going to make electric cars? I don't think so. Well, I mean, the Jamera, didn't they make like a crazy hybrid or something? I guess they did. Yeah, they're going to have to make super hybrids now. Hey, if they make 
hybrid versions of their old cars. Sign me up. That's cool. Uh, like a, a fully hybrid Agera. Yeah. That would be nice. Mm. Also, something I don't understand, right? Because uninitiated at our school, they all think Koenigsegg is joining F1. Yeah, they're not. They don't have F1 money. No, they don't. But I just think it's so funny. Like, they all must have seen the same TikTok that said Koenigsegg is joining F1. Or Insta Reel or whatever. But, like, <laughs> it's just so random how rumors like that spread. No, listeners, Koenigsegg is not joining F1. And they do not have F1 money. You never know. Make you wonder though, with all of these cars going forward, when will F1 say, okay, guys, we have to be electric now. We have to change the way. Well, they wouldn't they wouldn't get that choice. They'd probably just cease to exist at some point because they already have Formula E. Yeah, Formula E is boring. I mean Someone's going to have to start developing electric technology for race cars at some point beyond Formula E, because that's lame. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen, like, the quick charge system in Formula E, that does not, like, a pit stop for fuel, but instead of, like, electricity. Equally silly, lame, like, an interesting gimmick, but, you know, not going to make it onto road cars. You're not going to do it like, a 10-second pit stop. On a... On a semi-related note, yeah, Toyota has a new lineup, don't they? Uh, of electrics or gas? I don't know, just new cars, like new versions, the 2024s. That is true. And I have to tell you, Toyotas are looking pretty snazzy right now. They are, they're looking amazing. Like, the new, um, the Corolla Cross is not bad, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, all of these... Uh, mainstream manufacturers have done a really good job copying race car styling because, I mean, it's it's impressive. Or not race car styling, but like luxury car styling. Yeah, no, the Highlander. I love the Highlander. Like the Grand Highlander especially. It's amazing. You know who's making some very pretty cars right now? Who? Hyundai. Oh, yes. Yes, they are. Oh my god, they are making some spectacular cars. Even though most of them are electric, they are really Oh, and the new crown, the Toyota crown. Oh, I saw that as well. The Toyota crown. Yeah. Even the Prius doesn't look bad. I don't think anyone minds the new Prius. No, the new Prius is actually pretty agreeable. I don't think it's a, a bad looking car in any in any or a horrible looking Oh, I love the two colored, like the dual colored, like thing. The bi colored. Yeah. Paint. Is that an option on all colors now? I don't know, but I also like just the plain gray is nice. The gray and black is nice. The brown and black is really nice, actually. I like that. Okay, James May. It's brown. sunburst orange, actually. Brown cars. Hyundai. Hyundai. Let's take a look at their lineup. Hyundai's, Kia's, although they're very easy to steal, they are good cars. Yeah, the Kia Stinger, 
It's being discontinued. Probably because it's the ultimate getaway car. It's the night. It's a nice car, though. It really is. Oh. I was shocked when Kia made it. To be honest, I did not think they had it. Wow, that's cool car. Yeah, they I like those fast uh, hot hatchbacks now. Yeah, the EV6 GT, the one that went for 60000 Yeah, that was not surprising, but well, that is cool. It was like 570 horsepower or something like that. Yeah. And no, it's a lot of power. For what you're paying, it's a lot of power. It's supercar performance. On a budget. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, enough in comparison to a supercar. Well, I mean, if you compare it to like a Porsche, like a Boxster, you're not saving that much money. That's true. And you'd probably be happier if you had a Porsche Boxster. Zero to 60, 3.0 seconds. Yeah. This is a TRX, which is... Don't get me on this TRX. The TRX is perfect. It's 3.7 seconds, 0 to 60 time. I love the TRX. Ram doesn't make good trucks. They do. Better than Ford. Blue Oval makes the best trucks. I know this is just tribalism coming from me, but it is, they do make the best trucks. They don't. Look at the new model year F2, 3, 4, 5, 50s. They're gorgeous. The only alright Ford is the Raptor R. It's great. And the Raptor, I mean, they've done the facelift on it. That's great. The F-150s look great. I gotta tell you, the Ford lineup's looking pretty snazzy. I don't love the Ford lineup right now. Um, I don't like that there are no, like, passenger cars. Like, you know, it's a little... Like a normal car. Like a sedan. Yeah, they, they stopped selling those, remember? Yeah, I know. It does get you thinking, right? Everyone's, everyone wants an SUV now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't think it's a good thing. I watched this video, which was, to be fair, by a European person, so it's not exactly relevant to everything in America. But the gentleman had a good point. Well, he said, hold on. I do actually like the Explorer though, and the Explorer is at a very reasonable price actually. Thirty six thousand starting for a Explorer, which is a good SUV. It's a nice looking car as well. One second. It's a very good price. I'm not saying that, but yeah. Like I said, I don't think anything like that. Obviously, someone disagree with me by the Ram. But I think we can all agree that Chevy has always and will always be the worst cars to drive. Yes. Yeah. And the best by anyone will, of course, be in the genetically modified Challenge GMC. No. No, no, no. GMC, okay, they have some nice cars. I will admit, GMC, they make like some nice, like, luxury cars, not like. They don't make utility. The Yukon, that's a luxury truck. Yeah, they're all luxury cars. None of them are actual 
like utility vehicles. That's not true. I know there are farmers who use. There are farmers who drive Range Rovers. Does that make them utility vehicles? Yeah, it does. For Jeremy Clarkson, his Range Rover is a utility vehicle. I mean, I it's think, not... I, yeah, but the Yukon's nice. The Yukon's nice. The Hummer EV is not nice. It's disgusting and foul. I can't believe Hummer would bring back the or GM's GM would bring back the Hummer name with that car. Mm-hmm. Kind of actually giving the Hummer a bad name. But they still have V8s, GMC. Yeah, that is true. They still offer V8s. And they actually don't offer V10 in the Tahoe, which is a knock against them. They used to offer a huge gas V10 in the Tahoe, but that is gone now. Mm. They have a 6.2 liter V8, which is nice. Yeah. I mean, but that's not going to be on sale for much longer. Mm hmm. I think GM would look absolutely silly if they had a V10 and an SUV. Now, I think it's just so difficult for them to have good cars, like all these companies. If you, from a mainstream brand, what do you think the best car, like the last, I mean, the 10 years? Yes. Last 10 years, best car? Yeah, best car of the last 10 years from a mainstream brand. That's the one. Two years or ten years? Ten years, ten years. Ten years, okay. Let me take a look here. Uh, I gotta think about my answer. Yes. There was always a 918 Spider, but that's a hybrid, so it's kind of pushing us here. And I, a Porsche, I don't know if we can consider them a mainstream brand. Okay, so you mean like a, like a, like just like a normal brand, like, like a normal, normal brand. Okay. I see what you mean. I see what you mean here. And um, we can class, I think it's fair to class Cadillac and maybe, or not Cadillac, GMC and maybe Cadillac. But, heck, I'll even give you Mercedes. I don't want Mercedes. I'll give you BMW if you want them. No, no, leave it, leave it without the imports. Or what? No. The Japanese imports. Leave the Japanese imports in, but don't leave the, you know. Yeah, 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 I get you. Don't leave the luxury cars in. I catch what you're throwing. You, okay. I'm just sure this is 2024. Yeah, it is. How nuts is that? Like, 10 years ago wasn't 2010. 10 years ago now is 2014. God, we are old. Yeah. That is scary. The financial crisis was a long time ago. Well, yeah, that was like 15 years ago, 16 years ago. Yeah. There are going to be children now who grow up and not know what that is. Or understand it. 
that is equally terrifying. So we're gonna put a price limit on the car. I'll give you a hundred and three thousand. Yeah, okay. and that'd be a lot of money. But I feel like I'm mean, for ten years. I feel like that's a bit much. Fine, I'll give you around eight eighty thousand. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the. Oh, I have exactly what I want here. I might say the Kia It's going to be a sedan for me. I would like it to be a sedan so much, but the perfect no. car is the uh, Land Cruiser. No, 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 no. Wait, I've got mine, but mine's different, and it's Swedish. Uh, are you gonna say Volvo? Because I, I was thinking Volvo, but like it Can seemed a bit too luxury. Cars? I don't think they're too luxury. If we're counting Cadillac, I think we can count Volvo because Volvo is a step below Okay, XC90 for me then. Yeah, I was gonna say XC90, but I was also thinking back of my mind V90 wagon. Oh, I was thinking S90 in the back of my mind, but I don't think that'd be under the price range. Oh, uh, it's cheaper than an XC90. It's actually... Yeah, it's actually a pretty good option. Budget, well, not budget, but in terms of luxury budget, uh, S sedan piece. Because the S90 is such a nice-looking sedan. It looks like a like a CT6, but like it has like the nice Volvo lines to it. And Volvo's... I don't know what Volvo's doing with headlight design, but that's going to be an issue keep doing it, because... I also love the grill on the S90. It's always been perfect. Yeah. Something about Volvo. They just design really good cars. Yeah. Yeah. Volvo, you win car of the year. Yeah, because they're the safest. They look good. And they're luxury. What more could you want other than performance? Which they don't have. But... (laughs) Well, the XC70 gets a move on. Oh, actually, they really don't have performance. The, the S90 has 295 horsepower. The twin-engine XC90 is crazy. That's supercharged, turbocharged, and the hybrid system. That's my dream engine. The one thing I like more about the uh, the Land Cruiser, though, is there's a lot more options. It really does. We had one over winter break. Um, no, we didn't. We had a Forerunner, but the Forerunner was also very good. Mm. But the Land Cruiser is probably I don't know, a little a little better. Yeah, my uncle has an FJ Cruiser. And that oh, car is that... really slow. It's really, really slow, but it's a nice car. Yeah, it's a sweet car. Oh, shoot. I just lost a very small piece. Oh, that no. Is... I got it. I, it. I feel like when I think of the best overall cars, I tend to think like more towards SUVs because you can just do anything in an SUV. 
true, and I think that's part of what is driving people to buy more SUVs. Yeah, I think, okay, with the Grand Cherokee, the older Grand Cherokee, like the Trackhawk. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. I like that. To be honest, though, I think the perfect car is actually a wagon. I can see how you could come to that conclusion, but then after seeing like the new Toyota, like the Grand um, Highlander, it's a very nice car. Don't get me wrong, the Jeep Grand Wagoneer is cool, but... The Grand Wagoneer is actually just a combination of the Grand Highlander and the Grand Cherokee. Yeah, they just mix them. And they put the word Grand ahead of it to make it sound fancy. So they can justify charging 30000 more? I don't know. It's oh, they used to tr- the starting price used to be like 96 It was like insane. But now I think it's lower because you can buy like a second-hand one for 80000 That's like maybe two years old max. The Grand Wagoneer, I, not my neighbor, but my neighbor's friend, I want. Oh my god. Go ahead. And he was a fan. Mm-hmm. But I've that's just, my Yeah, I've just seen the inside, the back seats of the Grand Wagoneer. And oh, yes. it has like so many screens and like there's like massaging seats or something in looks of it. Uh, is it like full range or you can massage everyone? In different ways. It's like full, like, my back, my back looking. Wow. That's pretty good from, from Jeep there. I would not have expected that to happen. Oh, with the V8, a 6.4 liter Hemi V8. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet engine, too. I mean, something good has something big to lug that. Mm-hmm. I forgot that. I just forgot the Durango existed. But to be honest, did anybody want to remember it existed? A Hellcat in oh, SUV they form. They did actually make a Hellcat for a That was pretty cool. A supercharged V8 in an SUV. The alternate I think we've just moved the wrong way in terms of cars. Yeah, we should be talking about F1 cars. Oh, that's not what I meant, but I guess, yeah, that works too. No, 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 but what do you mean by it? Go ahead. I meant, like, that older cars are better now than what we have. Yeah, that's about it. We can go back to F1. No, no. I think there's something to talk about there. Like, if you look at a supercar then and a supercar now, I mean, you've got the Maserati MC12. Okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. I didn't have that. And now we have the Acura TLX Type S. That's not a masterpiece of any sort. Well, actually, it is. I actually do quite like that. All-wheel drive, 
three-liter six-cylinder turbo gas engine uh, for 52000 That's not bad at all. all I'm looking right, at a used car right now, but, you know. Well, luckily, the used car market's too big yeah, but it's it's a twenty twenty three, so it's barely used. Yeah, well, that's not used at all. Yes, remember it is twenty twenty four now. Yeah. Gently used, never raced around. You never know, actually. That's like the best reason to get rid of a car. Yeah, if it was raced or rallied. Mhm. I love seeing those. Like pictures of a car that they completely destroyed, and they go, um, car on offer, single owner, never raced or rallied, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, no, there's one car that I saw. I think it was on like Bring a Trailer or something. It had a roll cage, and then said never raced or rallied. Never raced or rallied. I'm in. There's a chance it could have not been race or rallied, but it's a, it's a very low chance. Yeah, very low. Unless it's like a museum piece or something, but then they probably wouldn't be selling it. Yeah. Yeah, the crown is gorgeous. Is That's that leather? Right. Yeah. I think there's leather seats in it. Oh, you know, the car company that, like, actually produce, produces, like, gems is, like, Subaru. Like, the old legacies. I don't know. There was something else. Because they just knock off, like, Audi and Volvo a bit. Yeah. Hold on. Have you ever seen the Subaru? Space Mountain. The Solterra? Or which one? No. Let's see. If this is what I think it is. Yeah, look at this. It's a render, it's not a real car, it's just like someone getting thought of. But look at the Subaru Crosstrek Dakar. Oh. It is super cool. Okay, that's just, that's not even like, that, that looks like the McLaren, whatchamacallit. Uh, Extreme E. Yeah. But that is a pretty sweet car. It's just a concept, but... I mean, Subaru did race at Dakar, so... Yeah, it's not completely out of the question, but it's just not going to work that. Yeah. The Touring XT. The Legacy Touring XT. Yeah. I like the blue on that. And then the brown interior. Oh, wow, that's nice. The Java Napa leather. Hold on. I just lost my earbud. Oh, actually, your microphone seems to be doing better, though. Well, that's a good thing. Hold on. Let me pull out my earbud. There it is. How's it now? Worse? That's good. That's good. Okay, cool. I was a 2024 Legacy. The base model is 24000 That's not bad at all. That's actually really good. For a new car, that's cheaper yeah, good than most Subaru. used cars. I know. Good work, Subaru. I wonder if it comes with an engine. 
Probably not. Included features. Let's see. Ah, 2.5 liter engine, 182 horsepower. So it comes with an engine. That's pretty great. Barely. Oh, this is scary. Listen to this. Google, right, has been listening to me, obviously, because the first three ads that I just saw on Google when I was searching something up were for used cars. Mm. That is terrifying. It happens, you know. You gotta yeah. turn off ad personalization. I know, I really do. That's absolutely nuts, though. Good work, Google, for just terrifying one of your customers into using Bing. I don't think anyone's gotten that terrified ever. I don't know. I don't actually hate Bing. I know, right? I'm the first person ever to say that. The XC90 is like a lot cheaper than I thought. How much is a base model XC90 now? 57,000. Whoa, I thought it I was thought they were like 80. I didn't think it was 80, but I thought it was bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty great. But I guess I guess the engines have gone down in size. They don't have like V8s or whatever anymore, do they? No, but they do have that ridiculous twin engine model. But that's pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, F1 thing real quick. Mm-hmm. So the Toto and Susie Wolf thing, which I don't think we actually talked about yet. We've not. Well, that's probably worth talking about. Yeah. So, dear listeners, Toto and Susie Wolf were implicated in July um, that there was an information sharing going on between the two of them. Uh, And Susie works at the FIA in various different positions, and Toto is obviously a team principal. But the... There's now an investigation going on. The FIA has launched, get ready for this, folks, an investigation into both of them. Mm. But I feel like that's the most interesting thing that's happened all offseason. I mean, yeah, that was like barely into the offseason, wasn't it? It was like at the end of the season. Yeah, exactly. Or like, oh, this is going to be a spicy offseason. And then, nope, it all Nothing just died. Happened. Yeah. Good job, F1. You baited me. Um, I mean, what else, right? No new rookies. That's a little bit odd. Obviously, Red Bull is going to have a totally new car next year. New car concept. They announced that. Mercedes is about to become a midfield team. I think that'll be big. They kind of are right now. Yeah. I mean, they're, they don't look like a team that's going to rebound to win a championship this season, to be honest. If any team looks like they're going to... Like, maybe take on Red Bull. It would be Ferrari or McLaren. I got McLaren winning it all next year. I don't. But, um, yeah, McLaren's looking good now. Yeah, if they can keep up this progress. I mean, I guess they do have more wind tunnel time because they were pretty bad last year. Or 2022, not 2023. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, go ahead. I mean, Red Bull shouldn't be as good next year. Don't they have reduced wind tunnel time after their discretions? 
No, that's gone after the end of this year. Was it last year? Was it really a full year ago that they were caught? Yeah, it's a full year ago that they were caught. Oh, wow. I, I just thought that was earlier this season. Time moves. Like, like time's movement is just... It moves nuts. very quickly. I know. It does feel like just yesterday that Max won his second championship. It's crazy to think he's a three-time champion now. That's crazy. Like, if he wins next year, he's going to have the same amount of championships as Frost, Vettel. That's it. But that's still pretty cool. <laughs> consecutive, too. Yeah, four consecutive championships, the same way Vettel did it. At Red Bull. Frost, no I think someone's going to be in this year. I don't think he has it. I think he has it. I don't know. Like, what's he? What is he gonna do? Lose? Well, not not to Lando Norris, to be honest. Probably he just not. Would, he wouldn't take that. Lando would definitely beat him. Uh, or not, not other way around. Max would definitely beat Lando. Yeah. No. Checo would just have to crash into him if otherwise. Yeah, like full Valtteri Bottas mode, like three hundred miles an hour into him. Very much so. Right. That'd be funny. Checker would just be like, yeah, sorry, didn't actually see him there. Uh, you know, should have maybe indicated, used his blinkers. Yeah, there was an incident. A little incident on track. Lando Norris is dead now, but it was just a little incident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Lando. <laughs> um, whoops. <laughs> whoops. It was a real bummer. <laughs> I mean, it happens. It happens. It happens. Dude, it, it's a bummer. It's such a random phrase for us. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The bridge didn't connect. It's a bummer. <laughs> it happens, though. It happens. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes, Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe not good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a funny one as well. Um, but yeah, F1 quiet, quiet thus far. I feel like you're right about F1 not expanding into new drivers, though. It's like it feels like it's less of a marketing win for F1 not having new drivers. They might actually be holding out because aren't they developing women drivers? Uh, yeah, they have to create a whole new series. Um, what? What was it called? The, My the, joke did not go over well, it sounds like. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, in a lab somewhere. Yeah, no, but the, they have the new series, isn't it? It's Formula Academy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, think... I guess that would be interesting. If there was uh, a woman who absolutely swept Formula Academy, then, yeah, why not? I mean, those. it's only women, so I guess it would have to be a woman who... No, no, but I mean, like, dominantly won it. Like, it was obvious that she was the best. I mean, in that case, then, yeah, let's go for it. Let's see that. I don't know. I always thought Jamie Chadwick was going to reach F1, but I guess not anymore. Which is kind of a shame, because she was, at least seemed to be pretty good. Yeah, no, but, I don't see how it can be a, like a very large limitation like gender because I mean, what's they're just drive. I mean, I say they're just driving, but I guess there's a lot of physical aspects to it. 
True, true. But the W Series, which Chadwick won, was just F3 cars. Yeah. And she, like, dominated that. So I feel like if she could dominate that, she could probably dominate F3. And if she could dominate F3, then she could dominate F2. We could just figure it out right now, couldn't we? Yeah, actually, let's do lap time comparisons. Because they probably yeah. race at some of the same circuits. Here, let me look at all the old W Series circuits. Wait a minute. That's an idea here. Like, is she actually as fast as, like, circuits? Here we go. Uh, they raced at the Red Bull Ring in 2021. And I think F3 races at the Red Bull Ring. Uh, let me check. Check 2021 specifically, just to make sure there's no technical developments. Red Bull. W Series. Um, Jamie Chadwick, get ready for the time. Can you write this down? All right. 128.473. So it's one minute, 28 seconds, right? Yeah. Okay. Versus. 2023 Formula 3 results for. 2021. Yeah, yeah, 2021. Let me fix that. 2021. Uh, okay. There is a little difference. Ooh, whoa, whoa. Uh, 119.726. Okay, that is that the fastest or the slowest? No, that's the, that's the pole time. Okay, show me the slowest. Uh, the slowest is not available. Can you find, like, a midfield? Yeah, I'm looking for that. Results. I want to see all the results from this race. Let me go and look at that. Yeah, that's the issue with Formula One. It's so data-driven. You, oh, you can never find the data. 122 is the slowest. Yeah. Yeah, there's still a bit of a gap there, but... That is a bit of a gap. I don't even think that's a closable gap. If the distance between the slowest and the fastest is, like, three seconds. And the fastest was Chadwick, by the way. She was actually racing in that race. It uh, wasn't just, like, some off weekend as well. So, that's... So, six seconds to the slowest. Six seconds is quite a lot. Yeah, especially considering the slowest to the fastest is three seconds. Yeah. We have to that check the cars, actually... don't we? But maybe there's some difference to the W Series cars. Hold on. Is there any... W Series and F3. The W Series featured mechanically identical cars. Ooh. W Series use F3 spec cars next to Formula Regional. Whereas F1 Academy will use F4, F4 specs. specs. Yeah. 
Well, I think that arguably makes more sense then, because then you have like a, a feeder series to F3 for women. Yeah. There have been a couple of women in F2. There's been a couple in F1. Yeah. Wait. Hasn't Not like, full-time drivers. Yeah, but hasn't there been like five ever? Yeah, but that? I think they've been mostly test and reserve. Susie Wolf was one of them. Mm. Yeah. On that bombshell, ladies and gentlemen, is it time to end? Only five have ever officially competed. Oh, but um, they've competed. That's pretty good. Let's see what the results are. I thought the number was going to be zero, which is no bueno. Uh, there is one who... Mm. Huh. Maria Ter- Teresa de Filippis uh, was the first female driver in Formula One. Uh, she made her debut in 1958 and 1959, racing in five race races uh, in the Top class in motorsport, which I think they just mean F one. Yeah, um, it's pretty good. Only one's ever scored points. Lola Lombardi um, scored points. She raced between nineteen seventy four and nineteen seventy six. Participated in seventeen races and started twelve. She finished. Her best finish was sixth place. Okay, because the race was stopped before 45 minutes of the planned race distance were completed. Only half the points were awarded. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's like a few more. Uh, But they failed to qualify. Bunch failed. Actually, the rest of them failed to qualify. There's only two of them that actually start like... Started races. Yeah. Yeah. Those aren't great numbers. I mean, points in the points. That's more than you can say for like Mazepin or Mick or Latifi That's or true. any of them. Well, Latifi had points, but like, he should sure he did. really have had points? No, probably not. No, realistically, no. He's really. Okay, so, I mean, she realistically performed like Lando Norris before McLaren became like a top team. Yeah. That's fair to say. Which is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, definitely midfield drivers. But still. Yeah. Not that bad. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, on that bombshell, I think it is time to end. What if we did a podcast? Hear me out, right? Next week. Yes. What's stopping us? Well, there's nothing stopping us. We have engineering, therefore, there's nothing to do. Let's just do that. Yeah. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, you'll be hearing again from us next week. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you and good night. Good night.
You have been listening to an Oh For Heaven's Sakes studio recording production. All rights reserved October 20th, 2020. Thank you.